welcome to episode 11 of Drive Beer Shenanigans. We are live with my good friend Sam, hello, producer, and Kyle H. So, it's good to be back. I'm, I'm just going to let you take take it out, man. Like you, you've, It's been three weeks since you've talked on this thing, so you just go hand, dude. So, it's good to be back. Been busy, laid up, not able to drive really or do anything like that. Nothing out of the usual. Yeah, nothing out of the usual. Post-surgery. Did go back to the doctor today. Got the sling off. Uh, I'm able to drive, but I start physical therapy next week. That's big, though. So what kind of, you, you got some kind of workouts right now, though, right? Like your small workouts and then... Today, he gave me more, like I could do the pendulum thing that I showed you where I could like swing my arm in a circular motion. Yeah. Today he said that I can like put my hand on the kitchen table and slide it forward and hold out, hold for like 10 seconds at a time. Uh, he said to do that like five or seven times a day. So I feel like if I do that, um, it'll expedite the process a little bit or at least make me a little more ready yeah. for physical therapy. Um, I'm going to ask the producer how her recovery is going. You want to take it away? Recovery for me is going pretty slow. Monday I'll be four weeks out. Still have my full leg brace on and crutches. Still can't walk. My quad is not working how it's supposed to. So until that starts working, no walking for me. Other than that, in therapy this week, I got to do a little more. I got to put some weights on my two-pound weight to do lift lifts. I got on the bike, but it was not. I could not go all the way around. It was just as far forward as I could go and then as far backwards. It's a cool game. That's big stuff. So, uh, timeline. Did they, did they give you a timeline at all? Like, uh, did they say eight weeks you can almost be normal? Recovery is very individualized per person, but a full recovery back to normal is like eight to nine months. Yeah. Dang. So eight to nine months, that's, that's like giving birth. That's a kid. It's a whole yeah. kid away. Jeez. But Rob said you schedule surgeries for a living, right? Yeah. Or something like that? Or... Yeah, I am over the surgery department. Did you get to schedule your own surgery, or is that a completely I, different hospital? I got it done in a different hospital. Gotcha. Yeah. You also have some goodies for you. Ooh, what's these goodies here? Got the finally got our deer meat back. How long was it? When did we drop it off? We dropped it off December thirty first. Good turnaround. And we didn't get it until May. So. Yeah. Just under five months. I don't think I've ever heard of someone not getting their deer meat. Did you want one? Yeah, I'll take one. I didn't know if I was allowed. This is the jalapeno and cheddar. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> they do a pretty good job, though. I will say that. But five months is kind of ridiculous to get meat. Yeah, I want to say the last time we took it to Taraski's, it was a little bit quicker than that. I, so, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. So, um, one more thing. I forgot to tell you before the episode. If you have any questions that or anything that you want looked up, we consult with the producer. She's our resident search engine, basically. She Googles everything. Mm -hmm. So, 
without further ado, this is about you. This episode's about you. So besides slinging that big wood, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us where you're from. Tell us about your family. All right. Well, I can do that. Well, from a small town, well, between two small towns, but it was uh, between uh, New Holland and Mason City. Um, <clears throat> if you don't know where that's at, it's about 15 minutes west of Lincoln on Route 10. Uh, town's about, uh, I went to school in Mason City. Which, which ironically, there's a lot of my family that, yeah. that lives over there. I actually, you've told me about. I mean, I've told it, I've told you about him. Which from like, what you've I, never, like you said, you never met know, him. But I don't you know said any of those people. To him. I just know that they have the same last name mm-hmm. as me, and I've been told several times that they are some interesting folks over there. Yeah, <laughs> when he was growing up, um, Matthew is his first name. He was growing up, he was like a little bit older than me, like by a couple of months, I think. And uh, I think I first saw him in middle school. He was like this skater punk. Um, and Jeremy said his favorite, I remember this pretty well. He said his favorite movie was Malibu's Most Wanted. Not a bad movie. Fast forward. Are you talking about Rob? He's talking about, he's talking about, actually. he's talking about my. Sounds like you. Talking about my. Skater well, this dude was a hardcore diabetic. <laughs> like, he gave himself injections in his stomach. And I watched him do it one day, and the needle was, like, freaking huge. I'm like, how do you do that, like, daily? It's like, you just get used to it after a while. This dude was really bad diabetic. Big old skater punk kid. I thought he was the shit. I liked him. He was all right, kid. A lot of kids made fun of him. But... Then you fast forward past, like after we graduated high school, a couple of years down the road from high school, we moved. I met him at a bar uh, over in San Jose, which the locals call San Joe's. San Joe's. San Joe's. That bugs the shit out of my life. So, um, this place called Miss Kitty's. And it's Ooh. what everything you expect it to be out in the middle of nowhere. It's, Probably a one of these. Yeah, probably like a titty club. No, not really, but because Miss Kitty's titties get shown there all the time. Yeah, you walked into this place. There's bras stapled up to the uh, ceiling. Okay, and every time, every Saturday night, Friday night, Saturday night, there's there's a new bra attic, basically. And if you and it's if you're listening and you don't know a whole lot about San Joe's or that area, there's not a whole lot of attractive people. No, from that area, except for our friend Sam here, obviously. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. There's uh, very slim pickings. Yeah, that's a very, that's a great way to very slim. So I'm, I'm sure that it's very rough. I'm sure that the the titties that were getting dumped there weren't. Uh, All the bars in Mason City were closed down at like like midnight, but the it's probably getting. Yeah, it's actually the name of we called it Miss Kitties because that was the lady that owned it. Everybody calls it Kitty. Okay. I don't know her for real name. For, forward enough, Kitty. Kitty? Yeah. But it was actually called the Long Branch Saloon. Huh. Anyways, I saw him, your relative, there. <laughs> Two years down the road from when we graduated high school, completely changed. He's got kind of longer hair, wearing a flannel shirt, uh, 
skin tight jeans, big old belt buckle. Nice. And Sounds like a slimer. <laughs> and some cowboy boots. So, like, like that. I, so I kind of called him out on it nicely. Like, I thought you were like all like the, you know, under the skateboard. He's like, man, I've always been redneck. And he shows me a picture of his truck. And he, I kid you not, he had a picture, or like bumper sticker on the back of his truck. It's a piece of shit, by the way. And uh, it said, mud slut. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just, every time I think about that, I just, I go right back to that. So... Slip. Yeah, I do want to say that, or or basically state, you know that you're gonna get a lot of shit if the guys ever listen to this because I had you on before any of them or separately separately from them. Oh, I told them about it. It's like oh, I'll never listen to that. Yeah, what, yeah. which I, I I figured. Yeah. Hey, haters, haters, haters are always gonna hate right? them. Yeah, they're always gonna hate. I them. think secretly they'll listen. Oh, hello, Justin. Hello. Hello, Justin. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Chris. Chris. Uh, so moving on. Yeah. It was your birthday this past week. Monday. Oh, happy birthday, man. Thank you. Monday. It was your birthday Monday. Did you have a long weekend? Did you take the day off? I took the day off. I actually extended my uh, weekend by one day. Yeah, happy belated. Mm, thank you. You are, I'm going to guess, 34 this year? Was last year. 35 oh, this that's year. A good okay. Okay. That's a good number. 35. Um... Anything special on the birthday? Like, you just chill at home? No, we didn't do anything special. I did exactly what I wanted to do, which was absolutely nothing. Yeah, it's good. Because That's we're good. always, and I'm not complaining or hating this, like, we're always constantly doing something. On the go. You know, on the yeah. go. It's nice good. To, I like it. It's nice to stay. But it's nice to just stay and sit and not have to be anywhere. Yeah, exactly. I have a, a fond memory of one of your birthdays four years ago that all four of us experienced, actually. We started at the lounge, the Lincoln Lounge. Mm-hmm. Malort shots were oh. had. Oh. We had a lot of food, a lot of drinks. Kyle met up with us at some point. Oh, that was Our your birthday? Producer met us up, met up with us at some point. 20, 2019. 2019. Um, oh, man, I do remember that night. Very and then cool. we went to the bird, had yes. some more beverages. I think that's when I met you guys up, was at the bird. Yeah, I think you did come out to the bird. Yeah. And then... I don't, I don't think you went out to the corn crib with us. No. But no. It ended, up, ended up going back out to the corn crib. <laughs> On the way, some drama happened that we will not mention, but that we all know of here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then, it was- the producer decided to take part in some karaoke, and I will let her take that, take the mic and tell that story. Because it karaoke is, it is take the mic. It's funny. And that's funny that I said take the mic because uh, I'll let you take it away. Go ahead, producer. On the spot. Oh, gosh. I don't like sharing stories about myself. Like, they're embarrassing stories. No, this is a good one. This, this one's really good story. Because you, usually you, you crack up on this. What song did you sing? Probably Shania. I, I don't really remember what song I sang. It was probably Shania. And then there was a total of, like, six people in the bar. There was like us three and like two other people, the bartender and the DJ. I actually remember I was singing picture with one of the other people that was there. We were doing doing a duet and I dropped the microphone. Oh. 
I because her performance was that good. Yeah, it was. She dropped the mic. I might. Teddy helps. And when I dropped the microphone, the microphone broke. And I just stepped on the piece on the ground and I shimmied it closer to me and I picked it up and put it in my pocket. Like they weren't going to know when I gave the microphone back that it was me because there were so many people there. Yeah, they called me out on it, and I just ignored them. They're like, the, the short girl that had the microphone, if you could return the pieces of the microphone back to us, that would be great. And then, like... Were they upset about it? A month later, I pulled the piece of the microphone out of my purse. No, I want to say we ended up staying there for, for longer. Oh, and, yeah, we were there for an extra, like, hour. Yeah, and I want to say, I know for a fact that you took Teddy home. Yeah. You took I took both of you home, I think. No. Yeah. No. I wasn't living over here yet. I was still living in, in C oh. Big C Nut. Yeah, you drove home true. and you drove home. Yeah, I, I, did uh, drive, right. I did drive home and I ended up going to work the next day. That was a long day. Yeah, I did too. It was a long day for me. But that was, that was one of my fondest memories of sharing a birthday with you is... is the, that it's also a big one because it was the first uh, time we told anybody we were pregnant. Yes, that Ashley was expecting. So, yeah, we're telling. I remember telling uh, Justin, and it was at the, it was at the birth too. I remember telling him, dude, like grabbed me and like bear hugged me, like picked me up off the ground, and, and like, oh my god, it's it's awesome, like. Damn near like kissed my side of my face. It's like, <laughs> and then Calhoun, I told Calhoun. To be expected. Or uh, told Chad, owner of the bar, that uh, <clears throat> same news. Dude squeezed the hell out of my shoulders. It was like, ow, 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 ow. So shit. Yeah. Yeah, pretty fun memory. That was a good time. That yeah. was a lot of fun. I think about that once in a while. Probably just about every time I drive by the cornfield. Like, yep. Every, that's the only time I've ever been in the cornfield. Well, the second time. Was... I remember. Yeah. What were your thoughts about the Malort shots? Malort's is garbage. So what's a Malort? It's a whiskey. You've never had Malort? It's core. It is its own thing. Like, you got to experience it. Well, it's, it's, it's like the pride of Chicago. It's a pride of Chicago. And if the rumor is, is that there's a little bit of Chicago River water in each bottle. Oh, probably. Really? <laughs> I don't doubt it. Why not? Because <laughs> anything that goes in, it's probably instantly going to die. Dial me up. just straight. It's not good. It is not good. It sounds good. <clears throat> Stay tuned for the next week's episode of Garage Beer Shenanigans. We will have Malort's. Everybody uh, will episode have Malort's 12. Shot. We can obtain... Malort's. Yeah, actually, it's not a sipping drink. No, it is not. You shoot that and you chase have a chaser and you chase it. Dr. Pepper. See, you don't just yeah. at the moon. There is actually drinks that they like use, like they make a make out of. I don't know. <laughs> I've seen a menu and I forgot. TikTok it. See what they do with. There you go. It's on TikTok. I'll have to do some investigation work on that. First. First thing is before you have anything mixed with Malort's, you need to do Malort's by itself. Yes, just to, so get the, to get the full to get the full effect. It, yeah. Like, what the fuck did I just drink? Yeah, because <laughs> my is, vocal cords are burned, and that's absolutely what your reaction will be: is that it's like a, a sting and a burn. Right. It is. It's its own class. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. And I don't so know it's, what it's it not, is. It's not a it's high not class. It's not whiskey. It's not cognac. I want to say it's, it's not vodka. It's I want to say gin. it's a liquor. Should we look at it? Should we have producer look at it? Is that confirmed, <clears throat> producer? Um, while she's looking that up, I did want to give a quick shout out to Kyle over the last two weeks without me. It's been and tough. With, and without us, it has. he's done a great job. I don't know if you've listened at all. If you haven't. I just found out like a week and a half ago that you do a podcast. Give us some listens. That's <laughs> so, a lot of people. It's, it's kind of one of those things that uh, we, honestly, we we've always kind of had this idea to do it or something yes. like this. And then we never just finally we sat down and we're like, let's just do a podcast because back in the day we tried to do YouTube videos that yeah. we did that never really came to fruition. We did one, yeah, that one or this white one. Um, so then we started doing podcasts. Yep, yep, and, yep, yep. and we're we're learning. I've never done a podcast, but yeah. Kyle has gotten really good at hosting without me. Both episodes. I was able to listen and stay interested, and after each one, I texted him. I told him, praised him, deservingly, about how good of a job that he did because yeah, sure. he's been a hell of a host. Gave me a little reach. Producer looks like she's got some uh, <laughs> good job, some results. So Malort is a bitter liqueur, and there's two lines that come up when you Google it. The first one is Chicago's Malort liqueur is both off-putting. And excellent. And the second line is, Who the hell says it's, excellent? it's like fighting oh, into a band-aid. <laughs> <laughs> like a band-aid in the swimming pool that floats take, up and touches you. I've also heard people say you take all of like the nasty flavors, like if you hate black licorice, I get a hint of yeah. black licorice. It's like the bartender. Rubbing, rubbing alcohol. You know the, uh, the I can't uh, do it. I don't know. What's that shot called? Not the bartender shot that was at uh, the Blue Bell, but like whenever they take the, the mat. The mat? And oh, the oh, that's, 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 that's on TikTok. What's, what's that, that called? Where they just what's dump the mat into a shot glass. Yeah, yeah it's, it's Damn, the barkeeper's yeah. mat, whatever yeah. the hell that's called. But I know that's I know that's a thing. It's that's a just they call the bartender I, special. I, I remember it might have been Ryan that night that was like, it, it tastes like the juice that's in the bottom of a fucking garbage can. It was something like that. And I just had, I didn't like ask for Malort's the first time I tried it. It's technically it was that, cold. It was my birthday that you're talking about earlier. I, uh, the bartender, uh, I told her it was my birthday. I'm like, hey, it's my birthday. What do you got? Give me a free shot. She's like, all right. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Malort's. Okay. So it just says that there's many names that it goes by. Some of these are a little, oh. So it can be called just a bar mat shot. You're just gonna Pretty straightforward bar mat shot. That's, yeah, yeah. Um, Pretty it can also be called a gorilla fart. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt uh, Damon, I don't understand that. Sweaty bartender. A gray snail. Dirty cow. Ugh. Sweaty biker. Ugh. In <laughs> Philadelphia, they call it a Jersey turnpike. I like I've it. actually I, heard I that. I think I have heard I've the Jersey heard the Jersey. I've heard not just because of the Jersey. So, so gorilla shot. That's 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 something there too. Gorilla and Jersey turn. I like dirty gorilla. I like dirty gorilla. So to keep it moving, yeah, I, I, I wanna get to this this one topic. Kyle, I'm sorry I cut you off. I'll no, let you I'll let you take it, but I have a, I have a topic that you and I well the three of us will 
all three be passionate about, but I will let Kyle take it away first to, to see what he had to say. Well, I, just one more thing about the, the whiskey. I heard you're a big whiskey guy. Or and I'm only a whiskey bourbon. guy. Whiskey, bourbon, whatever you want to call it. I think it's all the same. Um, I agree. Our good friend uh, Justin and Ryan and uh, Vinny. Vinny. Big bourbon aficionados. And they're the ones that turned me on to the bourbon. Well, they, so have, been, some, they have stuff that like, Vinny you has, just you drink it once. Yes. Vinny has a very, very extensive and expensive bourbon collection. And he a has very a whole nice, cabinet. Very nice setup. I like that Yes, cabinet. I love that setup he has. He's taken, he takes pride on it. Yeah. yeah, Vinny would be a lot of... Uh, he'd be very entertaining. Yes. I'd like to have Vinny and Justin together. That'd be... Vinny, you can probably swing. I can. Yeah. I can see yeah, Justin. Okay. I can see Justin and Vinny actually do it. I don't know about Ryan. I don't Ryan know either. Ryan. He'll probably be a little bit of a hater. Which Anyways, to be expected, he's always a hater. Haters hate. I do. I started my collection based off trying some of their bourbon, and I started with. Uh, oh, what was what is my first big buy? I bought a bottle of Jefferson's Ocean because I love the way the, like, uh, not just because the way the bourbon flavor tastes, it's just like the, they have different, uh, what do they call it? Voyages. Like, they got Voyage 20, I think they're on like 28, 29, maybe 30 by now. Wow. Each time they make a small batch of their bourbon, and they got just their Jefferson's uh, bourbon, and then they got Jefferson's Ocean. The Jefferson's Ocean, they make a small batch of, and then they charter a boat. And I don't know how they do this like whole like shit thing, like the manifesto and all that stuff. And I don't know if it's like goes with cargo or they just do it with just one boat and just the bourbon on board. But uh, they'll put it on this boat and it'll go different areas. There's one that went all the way down to the south, like southern tip of uh, what Chile, all the way down to South America, up around between South America, Antarctica, all the way up back into the Pacific Ocean, uh, going to Japan, then back up through uh, the Pacific Ocean to Seattle, where it will end. Uh, it'll take months and all that stuff. And that's where they age it. They age it at sea. And They'll wow, put cool. on the bottle, like whatever voyage it was, they keep going up. <clears throat> and then they'll put a tag on the bottle, like voyage, like, uh, I can't remember, 28 was like, uh, they'll just basically, the, the tag on the bottle describes like what happened on the voyage, like if they encountered, encountered uh, any storms, the humidity, uh, how uh, rough the seas or how calm the seas were and all that stuff. And each time they send really that stuff out, it's I love stuff like that. I love yeah. stuff like that. Is, yeah. um, was it good? It is very good. I haven't had a bottle of Jefferson's Ocean that I have, like, I think I've tried seven or eight different voyages. Where did you get that from? You can get it pretty much, pretty much anywhere. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty accessible as in to buying a bottle. You can go to Benny's Beverage. Benny's Beverage Depot and get you a bottle. Um, as far as the voyages go, uh, they usually just keep whatever's current, you know? Like, uh, I've only seen, like, 
I think I got a bottle of 28 and a bottle Voyage 28 and a bottle of Voyage maybe 24 hmm. at home right now. We'll have to look into Jefferson's Ocean. Jefferson's we Ocean. Will. That's my favorite stuff. Have to look into that and buy one. Yeah. So my first big first buy, I bought a bottle of Jefferson's Ocean Voyage 28 and I bought a bottle of Basil Hayden. The Basil Hayden is really smooth. I like that a lot. I also have a bottle of Four Roses at home. Yeah. That's probably one of my favorites. Right up there with the Jefferson's Ocean. I think that's probably my second favorite. It's so smooth. It doesn't burn. Um, yeah. So, so another question I got. The uh, so you obviously do it on the rocks, correct? Yes. Or one I, rock. So I see, like. That's what I was asking. Is it one cube? This one big ass cube? Or when I'm out and about, I'll ask for just one ice cube because I want to get the flavor, the yeah. full flavor of the whiskey. Yep. But I do it. I mean, I can't say I get the full flavor because it's a little bit watered down with that cube. Well, that's but what just I do was that to get like to take the uh, what I call myself like the bite, like the burn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I do that just to calm down the burn a little bit, so I can get the full flavor of what I'm drinking. But and, whenever uh, we had that bottle of Old Forester a few episodes ago, what was that? Another Thursday in Rob's Garage? I think that yes, was, the, it was the one where it was storming. I think it was another, yeah, another Thursday in Rob's Garage, yeah. Producer's got a little nugget. So is it true that whenever you drink whiskey or bourbon, that if you just put a single splash of water in it, it makes it... Alters the flavor? Not or... alters the flavor, but just makes it more enjoyable. A lot of people say that. Um, I think it's true of myself. I mean, and a lot of people are probably like, no, you gotta drink it neat, straight up. I'm like, yeah, I do as well, but I think it's just a personal preference, honestly. I feel like I, a- myself, I like what I do at home. I have, uh, my wife actually got this ice cube trays, these square cubes, and they're probably about two inch by two inch cube. Is it, is it red? I have I have the exact No, same. they're black. I have I have the I have the exact same ice cream. What is it like a six cylinder silicone uh yeah, six yeah. Uh, six okay. uh, cubes silicone tray. So that's and what and the edges are beveled at the bottom. So they I think they do that just to make it fit in the glass a little bit better. We whenever we had that episode we were sipping on some old forester mm-hmm. and my brother in law, shout out Mick, yeah. Uh, yeah got me that bottle for my birthday. Nice. And it was really good. I like Old Forester. Uh, I hadn't had it, and Kyle hadn't had it yet. It was good. But uh, that's what we did, was mm-hmm. we put the exact same ice cubes. We got the ice cube, ice cube tray from Target, yeah. and uh, we really enjoyed it. Honestly, yeah. I, so I, now I would like to say that we're whiskey drinkers a little bit. I love it. I, I love it. it. I enjoy it. I drink it more than I've drank beer in the past few months so exactly kyle and i are kind of trending the same way as far as beer goes like we're cutting back on beer yeah four, four number one that's it i'm 30 he's approaching 30 so as you know babies things change you yeah. want to have children you want to take care of yourself a little bit better yeah uh i also don't want to wake up the next morning and waste my entire day just feeling like a sack of shit <laughs> because i had 27 beers right nice Honestly, probably good. I think that old Forester. I mean, I might have had some celery in there or some water. Yeah, yeah, that was a celery episode. Yeah. 
So, on to the topic that I've been the most excited to talk with you about because it's been so long since I've seen you. Mm -hmm. Chicago Cubs baseball. Oh boy. Mm. Frustrating in the past, what, week? Well, week and a half. Hit miss. Yeah, they yeah. are. Have a tough series starting tonight. Who are they playing? Twins. 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 In Minnesota. In Minnesota. Yeah. I like that ballpark. I would like to go there sometime. I'll be going there next year. But uh, Twins are in first place in the AL Central. They, which, they match up good with the Cubs, though, I think. I, they really do. AL Central is a dumpster fire. for the Cubs. Yeah. I'm not sure. Producer, can we get a starter for tonight? Maybe three oh, starters? Shoot. Tech. Was it? Because Steele played last Steel game. threw the last start. Oh, it's Smiley tonight. Yeah. And then can yeah. we get a starter for... <laughs> The twins. Um, my question for you is, thoughts so far on the season? I think it's looking up. Um, they've been much more enjoyable to watch the past or this season than the past like couple or two or three. <laughs> yeah. So it's so funny, like thinking about. But they're only they're still they're what two games below five hundred now or what? Yeah, I think they're seventeen, 17 and nineteen. Yeah. yeah, but they've been producer. They're one game behind five. Okay, five. so they're 18 and 19? Smiley is pitching for the Cubs and Sonny Gray is pitching for the Okay, play. so that's going to be a banger tonight because Sonny Gray is the, the AL ERA leader. Yep. He's 4-0 and his current ERA is 1.35. I like Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray is Cincinnati Red. Oakland yeah. yeah. Athletic. Oh. On Apple TV. Well, we can watch that. Sonny Gray. I'm we have a, him on my fantasy. Do we have a Saturday-Sunday starter? Saturday for the Cubs is Wisniewski. Wisniewski. And Ryan for the Twins. Joe Ryan's really good. He's had a good year. It's going to be a good series. Sunday is Stroman and Varland. There's a, there's a good one. Uh, win. Stroman's been, He's been good. We yeah. might go one and one and two in this series. I can see him doing With our win being Stroman. Stroman. They're going to win the series. They could, they could win tonight, but shit, man. Sonny Gray's but, really good. However, with this team, you'd never know. They hit, man. The old team, like last year's team, the year before and the year before that, you can already you already know what, how it was going to go. Yeah. It's, it's been frustrating to watch. I think I was saying this to, to uh, her recently. I was like, for whatever reason, I just enjoy the hell out of watching this team. Mm -hmm. I they enjoy this Cubs team. They hit the ball very well. Have you seen – this might be a wild take because it's only May. Mm -hmm. Have you seen a better hitter than Dansby Swanson for the Cubs? I don't think so. A better batting average hitter. I really Not don't think so. Not in the past five years. No. 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 So he's heating up too. What? There's like three three players. Nico Horner. Nico Horner's been doing pretty good until he, I mean he's hurt. Is yeah. he back tonight? By the way. I don't know. Last time I knew he was doing <clears> baseball <throat> activities. He's been day to day, but he's been doing baseball activities, taking yeah. ground balls, hitting yeah. shit, throwing. No lineups have been submitted for tonight's game yet. That's, That's interesting. interesting because, what, I mean, seven o'clock? We're, we're, yeah, it's like a seven, ten game. That is weird. Um, Just regard. False information provided by the producer. Fake news. That yeah. was fake news. The lineups are in, and Nico Horner is not playing. Okay, who we got at second base then? Uh, Madrigal? No, Christopher Morrill. Oh, okay. Chris, take it. I like it. Christopher Um... Moving on to the call-ups, I like Morrell being called up finally. I wish they would have kept the Maya. That dude I had wish. a great series against, uh, well, 
You had a great series against the uh, Miami Marlins, and uh, and last series he played well. He hit the ball hard. Yeah. Um, seems like the new analytics of, of the game are like measuring exit velo and and hit speed, and I think he checks all of the boxes yes. as far as exit velo. Like some of them were like one hundred two plus. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that don't know what exit velo means, it's like the ball, how hard the ball comes off the bat. Yeah. Like, and 102, like 102 mile, miles per hour plus off the bat. It's a hard hit ball. Yeah. Um, Matt Mervis, I think we need to see a little bit more sample size for whatever reason they keep. I think he's just like, I think it's, it'll take time. I think they up. keep giving reps to Hosmer, and he really, I mean, he hasn't played his way off the lineup yet. He's been okay. Yeah. But uh, at some point, June, July, I'd like to see Mervis to get all of the reps or a majority of the reps. And yeah. Let's move on from Hosmer. I mean, for whatever <laughs> reason, last two years, he just has not been the Hosmer that he was with no. 15, 16 Royals and the 17 Padres. No. 17, 18 Padres. But uh, who's your favorite player on the Cubs right now? Currently? I'm going to have to say Justin Steele. Yeah. And, I, and I'm a big pitcher guy. I like – I watch the game for the pitching. I just think it's like uh, – I can't really describe it. It's, it's – it's, for me, it's fun to watch how they – Well, they work. Come with their, like, uh, plan and, like, what they decide – like, just how they coordinate with the catcher and what the catcher – like, I can't describe it. It's literally it's just, a craft. Yes. If I, could, if I could sum it up in one word, I would say they're craft. Right. The way that they craft a relationship with their, a certain catcher. Yeah. I mean, perfect example was the other night watching that steel start. Yes. Like he got hit around a little bit, but it was still a good start. Mm-hmm. But the weak contact that he produces by jamming those guys inside, it's unreal. Mm-hmm. Like, And he knows. Um, don't matter if it's a righty hitter. Mm-hmm. Don't matter the matchup. He's going to bust you inside. Yeah. I think he is 6 and I think he's going to be a solid starter for them, like, I mean, he already is. He's really there. I mean, last year, he's better than Stroman. If you watched any of the games last year, majority of the games last year, uh, they talked about how good this starting rotation was going to be. And I was like, I mean, sure, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt because I just don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm going to assume that gauging talent is good, you know, the way that it is or whatever. But – Overall, my review of the Cubs so far is they have exceeded my expectations. Mm-hmm. Did I expect them to be yeah. playing one game under 500 right now? Absolutely not. No. Absolutely I thought not. they'd be at the bottom. I thought they'd be the second to last. Yeah. Barely. I think I figured they'd already won 13 games. They'd probably won 13 by now. I really – and then with the way that Dansby Swanson hit in spring training or, or lack thereof, yeah. not hitting in spring training, I was like – Damn, Reds might be better than the Cubs this year. I was super scared. About Reds that. are actually pretty good. Pirates are falling off. Yeah, they will. Yeah, it'll. The Cardinals will start heating up. That Bellinger signing has looked really good so it's, far. It's scary. I don't know they did it, but I'm I, happy they did it. I just want him to get the reps and get the opportunity that he deserves. His confidence is back. That's that's for damn sure. He mm. kind of looks like I don't know if he quite looks like MVP Bellinger. But he looks like a, a nice produce. ball player. Mm-hmm. He's big time. How many years did he sign it? Was it 
two? I think it was just a one-year deal. Yeah, I thought it was, it was two. a one-year deal. Um, I would say that my current favorite Cub would be between Hap and Kyle Hendricks. Uh, Kyle Hendricks because he's like the longest tenured Cub right now. Yeah. He's the one of the last of the – I he think is, he is I the last the of last, the 2016 uh, Yeah, because Ian Hap wasn't. He was called up the following year. Yeah. He was called up in 17. Yep. Um, Hap is turned Ross. In, Hap's turned into a dude. Yes. I think uh, Hap is the new uh, Mr. Cub, taking on Anthony Rizzo and uh, Ernie Banks. Well, yeah. nobody will ever pick Ernie Banks' spot, but. Who is your... I see I see Hap being the face of the franchise. Yeah, I think he kind of is right now, especially yeah. like with his interactions with the people in the He's very personal. And the, the coffee uh, shop thing, too. Yeah. What was the numbers on that contract? Uh, one year, $17.5 million. Okay, that's, that's, that's a nice payday for him. I think that they and if you, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. <clears throat> so, sure, we have, we have the depth in the minor league right now. Yeah. We have guys that are coming. But I think at this point, a two- to three-year, maybe four-year deal at the most for him mm-hmm. would be really nice because he can mentor those guys. And... He's a plus plus defender. He's a really good yeah. outfielder. A lot better if, than Mancini. If he ends up to the point where he needs to DH, DH, yeah. you know. But uh, my next question for you would be: favorite Cub of all time? All time favorite Cub. Again, uh, with the pitcher, I would have to say Kerry Wood. Yeah, Kerry Wood. I just I, I watch think, like Marquee Sports Channel. They'll show his 20 strikeout game and I'll just sit there and I'll watch it every yeah. time that it's on. And it's so. funny like anytime it, like anytime this time of year is close around my dad will be like I remember watching it on TV. Remember watching it on TV. <laughs> what year was it? 98. 98 against the Astros. Yep. 20 freaking strikeouts though. That's crazy. Right now what? Averaging like 7 strikeouts a game most pitchers? 7? A, seven a good five. game is like a great game is 11 How many counts. pitches yeah. did he throw that game? It was like 120. It was, yeah. It was we, don't see, we got the producer lot. on it. Yeah, you don't see a whole lot of uh, pitchers going that far. There's only unless if they're. Yeah, 90. Yeah. 90. I haven't seen 90 in a while. You see him get pulled in the sixth inning. Yeah, yeah. it's always and, six. But, they'll, but for whatever reason, you'll see him in the fourth and they'll have 80 pitches already. I'm like, how? Right. Like, what are you doing? But. Uh, Easier said than done. I'm not a major league pitcher, so I can't uh, can't really speak on that. Do you know how many hits he had in that start? Probably a one hitter. Two one hitter. A one hitter, twenty strikeouts. That's crazy. Zero walks. Damn. Ugh. One hit away from a perfect game. Can yeah. you imagine a twenty strikeout perfect, perfect game? game? Just retire. Just retire. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm done. I'm never play again. Hundred and twenty two pitches. Hundred twenty two pitches. So you're never gonna see that. You might see that once a year, and here's what you're going to see out of that. You're going to see whatever fan base's Twitter going absolutely crazy because why are why are we letting someone? Why are we letting Shohei Otani throw 120 pitches? Why are we letting Kershaw throw 120 pitches? They're I mean, athletes. They are athletes. They do it. They are because capable. They, they know their bodies, and they want to do it. I'm gonna. Throw a little wrench at you right here. Oh boy! Who's your favorite random cub? Random ass cub. I'll give you mine first. I'll, I'll think, think of mine right now. Mine is Mark DeRosa. Mark DeRosa. Oh, Mark DeRosa. And it's and it's funny 
because I actually met his uncle. His uncle was named Poochie DeRosa, and he used to, he didn't used to work with my grandma, but he used to like work in Department of Transportation nice. out of somewhere here in Illinois. <laughs> and I remember I would visit my grandma at work, and one guy, one time I see this guy walk in, and I'm probably nine, ten years old at the time, and this guy's like, what's going on, young man? I'm Poochie. And I'm like, who the hell are I was you? I like, who the hell is this guy? So I go get my grandma. I'm like, there's some guy out in your lobby named Poochie. She said, oh, send him on back here. So it was probably after that, years later, she's like, yeah, that's Poochie DeRosa. That's Mark DeRosa's uncle. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Jeez. That's cool. The backstory of that. That's, that's awesome. So hit us with it. Who's your Who's your random cub? Who's your favorite random cub? My favorite. There's random been so many random cubs. God. I don't know. Because there's yeah, there's just so many. Uh, I'm gonna have to say. I'll pull this out of left field because my brother-in-law actually got to meet the guy at a bar in spring training down in Arizona. What was it Josh Hamilton? Did he play for he, the Rangers? Yeah, because he was the guy that was having like, kind of a cub problem. I'm not sure. Yeah, he did Didn't have he a, like, have a small stint with the Cubs right before the Cubs got really hot? Was it Hamilton? I'm not sure about that. That's a good question. Josh Hamilton? <clears throat> you can check that on, out on Baseball Reference. That'll give you. I know Josh Hamilton was drafted by the Rays of First, yes. and then went to like the Reds. He was with the Cubs in like 14. Huh. I want to say, because I remember watching him. So he was actually selected by the Cubs in the Rule 5 draft. Whoa. And prior to the 2007 series, or season. But prior to 2008, he tra was traded to the Rangers. So he was. Wow. So he did have uh, a. I think he played maybe. Shout out to the Corolla, just went by. <laughs> That's Kyle's old car. Nice. He just sold yeah, that last week. He just sold it last week. It don't sound bad. No. It's running. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's a that's a really good random cub. Yeah. I'm sure not a whole lot of diehard fans know that Josh Hamilton was a cub or a spring training cub. I think I'm, I'm, I'm a, sure it was. I, I'm assuming if he was taking my, a Rule 5 draft, he was probably. Yeah, he my uh, brother-in-law worked for the uh, – Cubs down in spring terror. He didn't work. He well, he worked, but it was uh, what they call it, internship. Cool. Down there in uh, Arizona, so yeah, and he got to like meet the guy, and also Chris Coughlin. I like Chris Coughlin. Chris Coughlin was a good guy. Yes. Yeah. Ryan Dempster. Ryan Dempster. Dempster. Yeah. That was the first autograph I've ever gotten. It was Ryan Dempster. Nice. Got the ball inside. Okay. Um. Moving on to the baseball cards. Okay. You showed us a few of them. Um, do you have any? I was intrigued by the, the autograph and relic cards. Those are really cool. But do you have any preference on brands? Are you a Bowman guy? Are you a Topps guy? Are you a Panini guy? Topps owns Bowman, and Topps is owned by uh, Fanatics. Fanatics, not Just yeah. bottom. Yeah. And my brother in law works for Fanatics now. So, he, uh, short story, he started working for, Fnatic, for Fanatics, I don't know, maybe a year ago, and then uh, I think uh, this past year for Christmas, they gave all their employees a Julio Rodriguez auto card, 
Nice. Rookie card. <laughs> nice. So I was like, lucky. I want to see that. I didn't get to see it, but that's all I wanted to see it. So, anyways. Whenever Fanatics bought out Tops, I thought that it was going to be a disaster. Right. Because no. I thought that they were going to brand. Right. No, I thought it was, was going to be like Fanatics branded cards. Right. Like, you know, the little flag on it. But no, they... Tops, or Fanatics, really, they don't need to do anything with these because the baseball card industry is so huge right now. It's ridiculous how big it is. Uh, because you can just get somebody's rookie card, like, say, Mike Trout's rookie card, and you get sent off graded uh, PSA or whatever you choose to and now have you ever done that have you ever done I that have, actually I got them right here can you walk us through that <clears throat> so I don't have an account with them I think you uh, I don't know really how they did it but there's a guy I know here in town who actually I uh, met up with him and I gave him these cards that you see here he sent them out these are nice um, I think I sent these out in 2021, uh, probably February, and I got them back last year, July. Okay. Yes. And uh, all these cards, uh, this probably cost me about 75 bucks. And it's... Okay, I that's, got, uh, that's not bad at all. Nines, Louis, two Louis uh, Roberts, uh, two of his rookie cards. The quote-unquote Cuban Mike Trout. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got uh, some Bobachettes. Yeah, all four of these are rookie cards for Bobachette. So. Which those could be nice uh, in a few years. Yes. He's had a nice little career so far. Yeah, I saw a stat for him. He's in the league, I think, hits. Yeah, he's done that I, I think in the I did past three years. I'm like, yeah. keep it up, man. Come on, keep it up. That's yeah. interesting so. to see that these guys end up surpassing their, their, uh, their father. Right. I feel um, like he's probably better than Dante Bichette. Probably. Um, what is it? It makes you appreciate the game a little bit more, I think. You, uh, get to learn, like, all the new, like, who are the up-and-coming people, like, yeah. players that are coming up. Like right now, uh, who's that kid for uh, Arizona? Drew Jones. Is it Drew Jones? Yeah, Andrew Jones' Drew's son. Andrew Jones. Or, yeah, Drew uh, is really hot right now. Like, his. I mean, I bought a couple of uh, these uh, Facebook, Facebook uh, groups where they break these very expensive packs of cards. And right now they're on Bowman. Uh, his auto is like ridiculously. Uh, actually, it's a picture of him right there, Drew Jones. Yeah, um, I don't know so. if you've seen or not, but he's got some damn highlights. He's slick in the outfield. Yeah, yeah, he is. What's so. your favorite card that you have? Do you have it with you? Yes, I actually do, and it goes to. Bunch in here, and it actually goes with who we were just talking about earlier. Carrie Wood. If I can find it, because I got so much crap in here. Let's see. Well, I actually got this for a really good price, and I was uh, at the card shop. 
right before I came here, and the guy is like salivating over it. What uh, what card shop was that? Burks. Okay. It's over there by. Uh, what is the Hobby Lobby? Lobby. Yeah. Is it the old Hobby Lobby? Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's still there. I can't see right here. Hopefully, I got it in here. Trying or something. So it's a uh, card, Carrywood Auto, and it's the card that was from his Tony Strikeout game. Oh, interesting. There it is. Right there. Oh, nice. That's a really nice card. Yes. That's my favorite card I have right now. And I think my... That is a nice card. An auto. Dang. Second favorite card would have to be... And I don't have it. I don't think it's in here. Uh, Casey Mines. I have a Casey Mines. And I like his... And I like that card only because of his autograph. Have you ever it's listened to him? Casey Mines? Yeah. No. I listened to him on... Whenever it was still the starting nine podcast, now it's Barcelona baseball. Yeah, they had Casey Mize on there. He's very really? interesting to listen to. Yeah. Um, what's your most valuable baseball card? What do you think? My most valuable? I'll show you. These bad boys right here. And uh, I took his in the uh, shop today, and I had the guy, uh, Mister Burst. He looked at it for me, and uh, the dude was just salivating over these. And these are cards from the 1930s. They're called Big League Chewing Gum Cards. Okay. And my, I acquired these to my grandpa, who got them from his brother, who collected them. These cards are very, very, very rare. So, uh, actually, these cards right here, I got, were just put into those sleeves today. So we had a Rogers Hornsby, a Jimmy Fox. Another Hornsby. Yep. And a Mel Ott. Wow. Yeah. Jimmy Wilson. These are really cool cards. And then uh, I don't know that I've the, ever really seen these cards two, like that. Have you? No. Right here are the icing on the cake. Oh, wow. The Gary oh, wow. oh, wow. Those cards alone, ungraded, thousands of dollars. I so, have never seen a card like this before. Nope. Can I hold it? Then I got a bunch Luke Gehrig. So did you pull these out of a pack or did I you did just... not. My, uh, I don't know how these were acquired. I'll tell you what, for as old as they are, they look really good. They do look really some good. Some of them, some they show character, like, they're a little rough looking. They got holes, they're bent, uh, you got a whole creases. Box. Yes, I got a whole box. Well, I think I got about 140 of them, I want to say. Dang. So... And the guy that collected these, I've never met. It's like my grandpa's brother. Uh, I don't think I think he passed away a couple of years ago. That's how my grandpa got him. My grandpa knew that I was collecting, so he just like done gave them to me under one condition: never sell them. All right, do that. I do, however, want to send these out eventually, all of them, and get them graded. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. Just send it off uh, all at once. Yeah. So then I got a little more insight as, as, uh, through uh, Mr. Burks. 
he uh, showed me what cars to send out first, which were the ones that you saw that were sleeped yeah. up uh, outside the two main ones, the yeah, Garrett and the Babe Ruth one. So he said, send these out first. Uh, they're not going to be very high, but it's just the rarity and the authenticity. I can tell, he's like, I can tell these are authentic just by looking at them and holding them. And he's like, you couldn't stress enough, like, you need to get them out quick. So, yeah. Yeah, I would definitely send those off. That would be interesting. And uh, tell you what, that'd be a good way to get you back on the pot, would be after you get those graded, we could talk about those some more. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. Are, you, are you interested? To get on the pot again? I mean, Absolutely. would you come back? Absolutely. Yeah. So, what would you rate this experience as? as I, I, out of 10? Yeah. I'd say 10 out of 10. I'd have a good time. Maybe we'll get some other. Whenever, whenever we locked it in, I was very excited to get you on the podcast because you and I share, well, the three of us really share a lot of similarities. Yes. We like drinking beer. We like drinking whiskey. We like baseball cards. We like the Cubs. I mean, like, we probably had a, a great long segment about just the Cubs and the baseball yeah. Cubs. So, yeah. any closing points that you want to make? That I want to make? Yeah. College. College. Uh, yeah, I do want to make some closing points. I just want to say thank you to bringing these uh, cards, this collection. Yeah, I mean, that's... Oh, it's one of my passions. That's, that's a, a... Yeah. Hell of a collection you got, dude. Thank you. I mean, dang. I got, I got so many cards at home that I've been sitting on and I want to get rid of so yeah, yeah. shoot I feel like we all do yeah, yeah. we do uh, so. thanks yeah thanks for the whiskey talk I, I enjoyed mm -hmm. that uh, I know we've we chatted a few times here absolutely there, I enjoyed learning a little bit more about you um, but yeah what about you, you got any uh, closing closing points no I, not really but uh, it's, like I said it's my first time I've been on a podcast uh, yeah I'd love to come back have fun of course. Oh, yeah. We will have you back. Uh, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, see you guys next week. Uh, whose garage will we be in next? I hope we find out here soon. Thanks for listening to episode 11.